0: what's up guys how are you happy monday you know god it was a great weekend i had a great time i worked all weekend but at the same time i had a great night on friday things are things are going well on my side of the woods and i hope things are going well for you and today i got a cool ass fucking california punk band with me we're gonna talk to them and a whole bunch more so let's just get this shit fucking started should stop this fighting otherwise we'll miss the fireworks there won't be any fireworks and here we go and welcome everybody to i am the great and powerful king of kings prince of all that is awesome derek how the fuck are you doing today on this Monday, May 24th of the year that is 2021? Woo. Like I said like I said in the intro I have a, you know, I had a good weekend. I hope you did as well. You know, shit's starting to get back to normal, you know. I hope you guys got wherever you are in the country, got your fucking concert tickets for what? Lollapalooza or fucking Blue Ridge Fest or fucking where else? Uh Rock, not Rock on the Range. Uh, Welcome to Rockville or wherever you fucking are. Make sure you get tickets. Go see some live music. Get back to fucking normal. Because that's what we need right now is live fucking music. And it's coming back. Thank the heavens. Or the hells or the ground or trees. Whatever the fuck you believe in, just thank it, okay? Because live music is coming back and it's... Coming back louder than ever, too. I mean, some of these cards are just stacked way fuller than they've ever been in the past. So go out there, enjoy some new music, some bands that you've never probably never seen before. Make sure you get there early. Get there on, you know, and actually see the opening acts. Appreciate what you have, because we lost it for so long. Appreciate that shit. And today, we're going to talk about some more appreciated music. Because today, I've got a band out of California, who is a surfer slash skate punk band. However, the label doesn't matter because they kind of do it all, especially with, you know, if you've heard them in the past, the newest release doesn't sound, it's kind of a departure from their latest, you know, from their previous stuff, which I kind of like. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of adds a new little twist to the band and I really, really like it. So, you know what? They got their white claws in hand. They're fucking sitting in a damn hot tub in true California style. So let's go ahead and bring on the guys from Wanted Noise.
1: Well, Cheers
2: to
0: you! What's going on, guys?
2: Well, as you can see, we're sitting here in the hot tub, got some white claws and average day in San Diego for Surrey and I.
0: You know, having like a good I said, time and talking about music. Exactly. That's what we're here to do: talk about music and talk about, you know business and everything else in between because that's what we do best here but yeah i mean fucking white claw really though hey whatever's around man it's what we have at the moment i mean i'm drinking a dying mountain dew i can't complain you know (laughs) yeah
1: dude dude. california white claw is where all the babes are
0: at these days. wait 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 i got some babes over here on the east coast and dc area are they drinking (laughs) mountain dew probably you <laughs> <laughs> know cool. I just Pepper. had some,
1: I just had some baja blast at T Bell the other day, so I I vibe with it. Yeah.
0: See there you go. See, that's that's what matters most. If we were doing this live, I'd be drinking a beer right along with you. But you know I got plans tonight. I got to go on a date and shit. Nice. Okay.
1: Right on. Man.
0: So uh, how are you guys? How's everything going over there?
1: Yeah, it's good. It's been uh, a long, quiet stretch in terms of shows, obviously, but. We've been really busy working on this uh, album for the last couple of years behind the scenes. Yeah. So uh, once our studio reopened, kind of got back in and have just been trying to finish this album, we started back uh, May 19th, 2019. So we started recording it a minute ago now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. seen uh-huh. you guys release some stuff since then, but you haven't released a full album. You know, you guys released a single or two here and there. And even yeah. the newest song... Um, more sunrises, um, which is fucking badass, but it's kind of a departure from your previous songs. It's it's a lot more, dare I say, ska esque.
2: Mm. Oh, I feel that. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's kind of it has it kind of has some elements of ska in there, more elements of like surfers punk. You know, a lot less of the. There's a lot of clean vocals in it. It's not very scratchy vocals. It's very, yeah. it's very clean and it's kind of pop punky. It almost reminded me a little bit of Blink a little bit. Oh, for sure. So it kind yeah. of had a little bit of everything into it. I really liked it.
1: Thank you. Hell yeah! Pretty Thanks. Much. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'll go ahead and chat a little bit on that one. That's one track that I happen to write and something i think that is a benefit to our band and also kind of what you're going to be seeing especially on this new record is all three of us um on the strings in the front write songs and sing as well so we kind of have a i don't know three fork approach to songwriting and that happened to be one of my tunes and i happen to be kind of really influenced by ska and pop punk that's kind of where i grew up and and started playing music into in like high school and whatnot so i guess a lot of those influences kind of came out in more sunrises we we like to experiment with the different types of
0: you know genres of
2: punk that we're playing, and that one happened to be a, just a pretty classic like posse punk sort of uh, vibe to that
0: one. Yeah, Thursday yeah. night. So we're recording this on Friday. We're airing this on Monday. So Thursday night, I had a conversation with a punk band out of Cal- uh, excuse me out of Canada, and oh, cool. we kind of had a Belvedere. similar oh, cool. huh? Belvedere, right? Who was
1: that? Was that Belvedere?
0: No, it wasn't Belvedere. It was um. Oh, okay. Um, no, I haven't talked to Belvedere yet. I've been trying to get Mike to book them for a while, <laughs> um, but they're never available when I'm available. No, last oh, night I, I sure. talked to <laughs> I talked to Block Parent last night.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, I was really stoked on Belvedere's new album that just came out. I know that's, that's, that's awesome. what oh, I
0: want. Okay. I mean, I mean that's why I've been wanting to talk to him. So it's like, ah, oh, it's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, it's so sick. But we had a similar conversation last night with Block. I had a conversation last night with Block Parent about, you know, the whole idea that. About the genre, you know, bullshit within punk and rock, you know, because sure. there's so, you know, oh, I only listen to death metal. I only listen to death core. What the yeah. fuck's the difference between death metal and death core? I don't fucking know. You know, right. I, only, I only listen to hardcore. I only listen to this. And, and yeah. you know, yeah. and then even on the punk side, it's I only listen to skate punk or I only listen to fucking, yeah. you know, old punk and, or hard. It's like, oh my God. Enough is enough, but like bands that like yours and even like, you know, uh, Block Parent and Belvedere and all these other bands, they kind of bend the rules, if there is any, you know, on that kind of stuff, which I really, really like because for the longest time over the last 15, 20 years, I've noticed that divide in the rock community about, you know, oh, it has to be this or don't label me as this or I only Mm -hmm. listen to this like I just said. And I, I like it when bands that normally do one thing will do another, or they'll mm-hmm. put on an album and have like ten different genres on it and yeah. they kind of surprise you with every single track. I really enjoy that.
1: Yeah. We're
0: definitely uh
1: going for that for sure. Um we had uh, a kind of write up for review of our single lately and uh they described us as a collective mm-hmm. and uh the collective approach and kind of like where we're all coming from and share with the songwriting like really shows in uh, our in our album overall. I think we've been playing together for about seven years now and uh, we've kind of had some convergent things happen where just as we've all been playing together for a certain amount of time we start to kind of find more of a unique style that there is a sound that carries between all the songs, but um, not like in the way of uh, Blink-182 or something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. And I and I, like I said, I really, really like that because like another band of mine that I just talked to like a week ago um, by the name of Ashes to Omens or Georgia Metal Band, they're coming mm-hmm. out with a new album called um, Black Boxes. And what's really kind of cool is that each song is written by a different member of the band and they yeah. all kind of collectively, it's a five piece band too. So there's a couple oh, different. Wow. Yeah. So they're a little bit all over the place with this album. Yeah. And the whole idea of black boxes, cause like everybody in the band has sits in their own little box and they've mm-hmm. all had, experienced their own little things. So this album was kind of like a telling of the entire band story through their own, you know, their own lyrics, their own words their own riffs and own, you know, so each band member wrote the entire song and yeah. then it was kind of, a, like you said, a collective. Yeah. And I really, really, again, I really enjoy that, you know, that kind of stuff because, you know, as much as I love bands with that, you know, that front man that does it all. And then everybody else just kind of writes their own parts and fills in the gaps. That whole idea of a collective is much more, what's the word? I don't want to say enjoyable because it's just as enjoyable. Um, it's, fun. It's, it's more it's fun. It's more fun. Yeah. It's But it also makes yeah. you think more. Yeah. Because especially when you find out, oh, this was written by the bassist or this was written by the drummer. And then you're kind of like, oh, wait. Okay. I kind of get it. You know, okay, this is his experience and stuff like that. And it kind of brings you closer to the band. Because, you know, unless all the, different, all the bands are out there doing interviews like this where we just sit and ch- chat and actually have conversations – unless they're like written by PR agents where you can only say this, only say this, you don't really get to know the band. But in cases like that, you really start to get to understand the band.
2: Yeah. I just listen to the different songs and like pick out what, Oh, this kind of sounds like this. This kind of sounds like this. For us, I think it might be, you know, you could listen to one song and be like, Oh, they probably like listen to mad caddies or they were they were into like kind of Disgusting when they're growing up. And then the next song comes around and you're like, uh, they know some Sabbath riffs too, like they know what they're doing with the whole like old school metal thing as well, so.
1: Yeah, and our next single that's coming out, um, our bassist wrote it, and he writes a lot of more kind of shoegaze style I stuff.
0: So,
1: so uh, it's it's more kind of uh, reminds people of like early title fight or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, but um, just like Black Boxes, uh, yeah, we also switch songwriter for every song on this album. Um, so it's kind of checkers between you know myself and then Caleb and our bassist, and yeah, it's just chopped up kind of back and forth. But a lot of these songs we've actually been playing for uh, for a long time now in our in terms of our band's life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, there's a good couple songs on here that people who have seen our shows will recognize that they've never heard a recording of, of before.
0: That's cool. I like that. Um, it gives that gives that build up and now you know, they can listen to their you know one of their favorite songs that I never heard you know recorded. I like that yeah. um one of the things I do like about this um, this song and I've been talking about this a lot lately is the fact that you know without over the last 18 months it's uh, however long it's been that we haven't had concerts um, one of the things I think that's been lost is when a band can get together and do something they've been doing music videos, but some of the vi- music videos that have come out have just been, let's just get together in a warehouse and record it and right. kind of lose the, the feeling a little bit. Now there's a place for that with some songs, but I like the songs that actually tell a story and as quirky and as stupid as the story that you guys told in this music video <laughs> was just, you know, just the story of going to get beer. I mean, it's literally the story of a guy riding down the fucking street in a fucking on a cooler on a skateboard going to get beer. It's the, it's dumb as shit, but it's so fun yeah, to watch. It and it's and, and it just like, yes, I love it. And you know, the like we had beer the whole time. I yeah. fucking loved it. It was great. Um, oh, I love it, man. You really got make you it, really, you it, really like it. got
1: that story perfect. <laughs> I really stoked that that came off just
0: right. Yeah, yeah and then the, the dinosaur dancing or the unicorn whatever it was <laughs> dancing in the background. I mean it was like <laughs> yeah. what the hell or <laughs> he's so hot. <laughs> that's the be-
1: That's definitely the best scene. That was ever so
0: fucking right good. Now. But it, it really sold the song, and and again, it kind of added a, that extra layer. Like I was saying before, to that whole surfer ska type, you know, feel to it. And again, it was a complete departure from, in my opinion. You guys might feel differently. But it it sounded to me like – because I went back and I listened to a bunch of other songs, and I was like, yeah, they haven't done anything like this before. And Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed it because, you know, kind of – because this whole summer on the beach playing just fucking music, that added a whole other layer to it because – it made it seem like, hey, you guys are just wanting to have fun, get out on the fucking beach again, because you been, haven't been have been able to go on the beach for so long. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of was like, we're just happy. Let's fucking play a happy song. And yeah. with clean vocals and a little bit of fucking, you know, you know, chica-chica, you know, ska vibe. It was it was fucking awesome. It was just great. Thank you, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. That's awesome. So, you know, with, you know, the new single that you got coming out soon, and then this one that you got just, just came out, you know and you're telling me before kayla before you know we got going was you know some of the uh, places in town are getting ready to start calling you guys and start opening back up again so what's the vibe like in the band knowing that hey we're finally gonna be able to play some shows again
2: oh uh, i mean i can speak for myself and i think uh the entire band feels the same way i'm ecstatic i cannot wait to start playing live music again we have done one or two little kind of DIY events at, you know, friends' houses or in garages or something, and they were really, really fun. It was great to get back, um, not only playing shows, but just making sure that we're practicing to prepare for the shows. It brings us together in that way as well. Yeah. Um, and to actually get on the stage um, at a legit show, we're really excited. and We've already had people reaching out to us um, trying to set up dates, so we're pretty psyched.
0: Yeah, as somebody who's a former, you know, gigging musician and, and someone who's now just a straight up fan and you know lives on the other side of the music business and does this you know when i started seeing a month or two ago all the festivals coming out i was like oh shit is this really gonna happen is this yeah. is this real yeah. you know yeah. and then you know it's like oh okay so one festival posted oh shit now another and now another oh, so many. it and now it's like dude it was like Boom! 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 It was. Yeah. Welcome to Rockville, the fest in in Gainesville. It was, um, you know, in
1: the park. yeah, yeah, yeah. Park in Arizona. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, Lollapalooza, Incarceration, yeah. Louder Than Life, you know, Blue Ridge Fest, and it's just like boom, all these fucking fest, you know, festivals, and then, um, a band that's been. Broken up for like ten years on the metal side, Mudvayne is getting back together for a tour. They, have oh an- yeah, that yeah, was like, badass. oh, as a as a hardcore old school Mudvayne fan, I was <laughs> stoked oh,
1: because yeah. like,
0: and you say Hell yeah because I was never really a fan of the of Hell yeah, you know the band that kind of, you know was a super group after Mudvayne disbanded and you know the old <laughs> stuff like I never really was a fan of that. Um, as as good as they are I was just never really a fan But like Seeing some of these bands then I was like Oh shit You know Back in the day I never had a chance To see Mudvayne Line Now I get to see them You know It's like oh Yeah, yeah.
1: That's so, so it's, dope
0: It's coming back Like I said Harder than it has In a long time And to see them sell out So oh, like quickly Immediately It's yeah. ridiculous Yeah
1: There's
0: this local
1: uh, Concert promoter In SoCal um, His Instagram name Is OC Sellout but um, he really does like a ton for the like South South SoCal community. Um, so he like sets up shows, um, connects bands to people. Um, also, just is the number one fan and just promotes every band that he loves music and stuff. So he set out a fest. It's called a OC Sellout Fest, and um, he actually got Get Dead to play acoustic as the headliner, and then oh, it's shit. a couple bands. Um, this band, uh, Ready Set Survive, which is a San Diego band that yep. like we're friends with, and um, uh, band Taken Days, which um, we're also friends with, which is an LA band that kind of just started. But um, he got th- these these kind of up and coming bands on the show with Get Dead, and the he released tickets just on Instagram, and they sold out like within an hour,
0: like. I love that. Within
1: an hour, it's, it was just nuts. And then, because there was so much reception for the show, Get Dead actually decided that they're going to play a fully electric set. So they're going to play their new album, Fully Electric, for the show now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, so <laughs> that is badass. So, so, badass. Badass. Yeah, so badass. I mean it's, it's coming back. And, and, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, the whole idea... Because, you know, I, I've seen it myself, and I'm sure you guys have seen it too. When you go to festivals, you know, maybe half of the crowd shows up at the very beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then it gets it gets more full and more full as the headliner show. If you're paying $135 for a four-day fucking festival, see every goddamn band if you can. Yeah, yeah
1: seriously.
0: Um, but especially now, because over the last year, and I've said this a million times on the show, so I'm sure my fans are getting sick of me saying it, Um <sighs> the bigger major label bands haven't been there for us. They haven't been making albums. They've barely been doing, you know, live streams, if any at all. Yeah. And they've kind of abandoned us. And that wasn't their fault. We can blame their management and their label and stuff like that because it doesn't produce money. But either way, they haven't been there for us. And the indie bands and the indie label bands and these, you know, smaller bands have. And they're the ones that's going to be opening up for these major label acts that haven't played in over a year. Yeah. They deserve yeah. the attention. They deserve that that recognition because they've been there for us this entire time. And I really, really want people to kind of go out there and see... Yeah, go out and see Foo Fighters at, you know, Lollapalooza. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a bucket list item for me that I still haven't done yet. Yeah. But, for you know, sure. there's 50 other bands on that car that deserve your recognition as well. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, when you go and see those first bands... A lot of times those can turn into your favorite bands years down the road and and then when everyone's like, Oh, why weren't you at their set back if like you were at Wallapalooza. Why didn't you just go watch their set, you know? It so you know, to save yourself from future FOMO, you should uh, you yeah. should go check them out like right now. Yeah,
2: exactly. Some of my favorite bands have been ones that were opening for a band I was planning to see, or bands that I've just been playing with or met like at local shows. So, yeah, if you don't go, you won't know, my friend. You got to go to all of
0: it. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't think I've told this story before on my show, so it's kind of a new one because you brought it up. But about um, seven or eight years ago, um. I went to a festival in Tampa because I'm I, I used to live in Florida, and uh-huh. um, their festival is called 98 Rock Fest. It's for the local uh, rock station that's down there. But I always went, you know, at the very I always go at the very beginning of the show because I because I, I live by what I preach as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like seeing those kind of bands. Um, but there was this one band and I, I heard one song on Sirius XM before and there was kind of catchy i was like okay i i know you know i know that i know that like 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 the song whatever but i didn't know of the band i didn't even know the band name but then you know they get up on stage and i still had no idea who these guys were but literally the guy goes up on the lead singer is up on stage with no shoes on just yeah. cut, cut off jeans and no shirt i mean this guy just they, they look homeless uh, I was like who the fuck are these guys uh, <laughs> and that, sounds, that sounds familiar
1: That's what this one looks
0: most of the time <laughs> So What was really weird is um, when The way start, the band started was um, This lead singer Used to be the drummer for the band and There used to be a different lead singer And then when the, that guy left he became the lead singer So he still likes to drum and he still likes to get crazy Up on stage and stuff like that So they have a second yeah. drum set for him that comes out during certain songs and they was playing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Because it was weird looking and had these metal yeah. spikes mm-hmm. on the side. I'm like, what is going on? And then they start playing their set. I'm really starting to get catchy. Really starting to enjoy what what I'm listening to. And then they play that one song that I knew. I'm like, oh, I know who these guys are. And they become one of my favorite bands since then. It's a band called Nothing More out of San Antonio, Texas. Oh, um, dope! I think I've heard of them. Yeah, they're it's it's more mainstream metal, you know, mm-hmm. rock. Kind of like shine down ish. Okay, but sure. but they're but they have more of a message in my opinion, and I think they're better musicians than shinedown. That's nice. um, yeah, yeah, so, but that's just my opinion. But either way, like they become one of my favorite bands of all time. and if I didn't see them that moment from that moment, I would have never, you know, well, I've seen them two other times since then, but it got better and better and better since then. And yeah. it's like y- you never fucking know. tonight's episode is brought to you by. BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an app that allows you to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, connect with your therapist to make sure that you're getting the best help possible. BetterHelp is different in the fact that you don't have to go to your Cigna or Blue Cross Blue Shield website, look through thousands and thousands of therapists in your area that may or may not be accepting new patients, and then have to wait weeks upon weeks to get into that waiting room, and then wait an hour or two to get to see that person in that waiting room only to find out that you don't connect on that personal level and they're not what you need. BetterHelp avoids all that. They connect you with a therapist and then you can choose right away whether or not you like them and decide whether or not you want to get a different one. BetterHelp is different because of that. And When you go to betterhelp.com forward SIPod, you get 10% off your first month. BetterHelp is the best therapy app out there today. There's nothing better. And I'm so grateful to be have connected with them because I use them. And says someone who speaks from a mental health perspective who has bipolar, it helps me every day. And I hope that they can help you as well. As a matter of fact, I know they can. So again, do yourself a favor. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash SIPod. For 10 percent off your first month better help you can't go wrong never yeah. Done. yeah definitely i can name a handful of bands that are like that but that one right there just always stuck out to me because like thinking oh my like, god what the hell is this and then turn into you know one of the biggest rock bands of today you know at least yeah. on our side of, you know on my side of the music which is mainly metal but mm-hmm. But at the same time, and again, I had this conversation last night as well the whole idea of opening your eyes and ears to more of the rock scene, because punk is still rock, you know, metal is still sure. rock, even pop sure. punk is still rock. You know, get out of your head and get out of that genre and start really enjoying it. Because, you know, in the last year that I've been doing the show and grown to, you know, 800,000 downloads a month and 10 million downloads and blah, 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 blah. At first, I was very, very hesitant of talking to bands that I wasn't familiar with or what that weren't metal and stuff like that. Cause I'm like, what am I going to talk to these people about? But then yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to talk to everybody and everybody. I don't care if you're rap, you know, hip hop, whatever. And, and cause we always had that same conversation and then eventually i'm like holy shit they actually do like metal and i'm having a conversation with this rap artist about slipknot what the hell yeah right, you know yeah, and, totally. and it started to make me appreciate it more and then all of a sudden i'm talking to punk bands i haven't listened to punk in a really long time and i'm like okay now i'm listening to punk again one of the first punk bands i talked to on the show is a band called counterpunch and oh sick yeah counterpunch really kind of like oh they brought me back into that oh i, I miss rock I mean, I miss punk. And then I talked to yeah. another band, um, a ska band. That I ha- and I haven't listened to ska since the '90s. But a ska band in California called Half Past Two. I started listening yeah. to them, and I was like, "Oh my god, I miss ska!" You know, it's like, yeah. Don't, don't limit yourself. You know, don't you reach out and touch someone. You know, with that music. You know, that's what it's all about. Totally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we follow half, half past two ska too on Instagram. They're sick.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, dude, we. It's funny because we all like totally love metal and we're actually planning to go swerve that direction for our next album when playing an album called thrash and isolation the and we, we have all these like metal jams like instrumental songs that we play at shows um that uh that we're gonna like compile into this album and just uh all of the boys have been listening to lots of Slayer yeah. and Metallica and old old, old Metallica and stuff. Yeah. So um, everyone's actually really frothed up
2: to yeah. to rage. That <laughs> just sounds awesome. This is, our, this, awesome. Is yeah.
1: pop punk, this is our Pop Punk album.
2: This yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting our emotions out, and the next one is just going to be like, a straight we're rage. We're going to have
1: emotions <laughs> out through Pop Punk, and then we're going to get them out through rage.
2: You know, but I'll say that one thing awesome. about. Um, I guess the versatility and I guess just being able to appreciate lots of different types of music too. Um, One thing that has benefited us in a good way is one, like just having all those metal jams, you can insert those in any set and kind of bring the energy back and bring it back up, which is great. Um, But also depending on who we're playing with, a lot of the time we can kind of cater our set a little bit to sound maybe a little bit more in line with whoever else is on the bill. Um, we can, you know, align ourselves with more hardcore bands or more metal bands if we want to, or we can align ourselves more with, you know, kind of the indie or shoegaze or pop-punk type thing as well. So it's been nice not, you know, having the three influences of everyone writing the songs um, has really helped us in a lot of ways, uh, yeah. I guess, just as far as performing as well.
1: I, I would, like, say our last show in a homie's garage was Really yeah. to uh electronic music style crowd, like these people yeah. haven't even been to a punk show yeah. in forever since like high school. Too. A so. lot of our well, good friends that I, you know, we just like we'll actually set up speaker we'll go out into the desert and set up speakers and just rave and not sleep and just party for like three weekends straight and listen to electronic music all weekend. Nice. And uh, it's funny because I've always separated that side from like punk rock because mm-hmm. I normally when it's not pandemic times i'm at a punk show like 5 days a week cuz i'm just a fan supporting all the bands that support us as well yeah. um so when we're playing for a crowd of friends that i have been listening to electronic music with for a while we we didn't play the metal <laughs> we didn't play the metal instrumentals we didn't play yeah. the hardcore songs <laughs> we uh, we kept it pretty straight up, up but... but it was great it was really funny because we had just an amazing response from this crowd of people that, like, would never go to a punk show. They were all like, man, this reminds me of high school. And, like, yeah. I forgot how much I love this music and stuff. So, yeah. But, yeah, we really – we do actually take advantage of that, uh, catering our style to, to the audience. Mm-hmm. We take advantage of that a lot.
0: And plus, you know, if you're on a metal show, say, for instance, like the last show that I saw, which was in 2019, um, Labor Day weekend in 2019, was a Slipknot Show. And it was four, oh, three other bands, um, a band called Behemoth and um, Gojira, which are two hard ass fucking yeah. metal bands. But then there was a palate cleanser in between Gojira and Slipknot, a band out of uh, Denmark called v- uh, Volbeat. Oh. And Volbeat is kind of like a, uh, even though they're from Denmark, they're uh, like... Southern rock metal type Johnny Cash metal. It's very, Whoa. it's very interesting. interesting how they pull it oh, off, cool. but it's very, very different from the three other bands. And it was like a little palate cleanser in between
2: yeah.
0: to kind of you know get really get you kind of going for Slipknot. It was really interesting how they you know they planned it out that way. Um, yeah, even though, cool. but but Volbeat is the the bigger band of those three. But. um and I like that, you know, when you go to a show and you get a little palate cleanser of like, oh, shit, why is this band booked with... Oh, I get it now, okay? Yeah, and it yeah. makes a little bit of sense because it kind of brings you into a different zone and gets you more ready for that headliner.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've definitely played a, a good amount of shows with metal bands. Um, and it it's always... I've always noticed the crowd is stoked when there's kind yeah. of a variety. Like, playing at a show where it's all metal bands and maybe one punk band, versus playing at a show where it goes, where there's a little bit more diversity in it. I've noticed that the palate cleanser effect is is really nice sometimes. It, and because two different metal bands, when you're stoked on metal, like they sound totally different, especially when you listen to them a lot. Mm-hmm. But When you listen to those two bands with something totally different in between, it like brings out the differences more. Where I feel like a lot of times when I'm at a show where the genre is just the same, I feel like I hear a lot of the same things in every band.
0: Yeah. It flows together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But sometimes that flow is too much. It's almost like a little bit kind of boring because it flows together so much. I'm like, oh, I just saw these guys do, do this, the ticket, 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 ticket. I just saw these guys do a skate punk beat. Now I'm watching these guys do a skate punk beat. Um, so I feel like having, having something break it up is really nice.
2: Sometimes Absolutely. a a dance moment in between a mosh moment.
1: Even just a hardcore band mm-hmm. with a metal band. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, even like when, uh, think I've seen rap artists do this and I've seen hip-hop artists do this and I-, I think a couple of rock artists have done this in the past too like they'll take an opening band with them but they'll also take like a comedian so oh, like oh, yeah. yeah I've seen that where they'll yeah. have a they'll have the opening band then they'll have the comedian come on and then they'll come on so it's like okay you know it, it's I've seen that I haven't seen it a lot but I have seen that and that's again another version of that exact same thing to kind of yeah. like you know get you ready for that main band because if the main band and your direct opening act do have similar styles, it does kind of flow together. So you know, I remember um the last time I went to again that band I was telling you about before, nothing more, um, their opening band was a band called Of Mice and Men. And of mice oh, and oh, men oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and they sound complete so I like that because they're a lot harder they're they have a lot of mm-hmm. screaming aspects a lot of yeah. you know really power riffs and stuff like that and then leading straight into nothing more which has a more melody and a lot of more yeah. singing and clean vocals and stuff like that it, it's again it's a it's a nice flow yeah for
1: sure a oh, mice and Men is a sick, oh, mice and Men is a sick one an
0: interesting yeah, one really, too because on.
1: they were like fully heavy and then they went out and made like a pop song for the radio. And just made it mainstream And now they went back And are super heavy again and I, I fucking love it, honestly It's well, so cool
0: One of the weirdest things I find, out, find about them And I don't know if you guys know this But there's not one original member In that band anymore
1: No, what? I didn't know that at all Because oh it sounds like they went back
0: to the original sound yeah. I didn't realize that there's not actually No, the guys. original um, lead singer uh, Original frontman I can't remember his name But he has something called um, Marfin Syndrome which is like a form of gigantism um, but it was really starting to affect him. I, I think that's what Wait, it, well, I like
1: think literally that's... like Lenny from Aslice and Man or whatever. As and Man. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: yeah, yeah, kind of yeah.. <laughs> wow. um, but yeah, he had he had so I think it was Marfan Marfan syndrome. I think I think that's what it was. Wow. I might be mistaken. Wow. So nobody email me or DM me saying you're wrong. I, I'm saying I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but either way, it became a point. I think his mom died of it, and then he got more progressively worse, wow. and then he just couldn't perform anymore. So the bassist yeah. became the lead singer. But that bassist oh, yeah. was also like their third bassist as well, and blah yeah. blah blah blah. It's it's a completely different band, but huh. yeah, if you go back and listen to some of their older stuff. And then listen to their newer stuff. It, it definitely has a completely different tone to it. But wow. yeah, but I, I fucking love Of Mice and Men. They're so fucking badass. Hell yeah, that's so
1: interesting. I, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. I just remember that they were, I just remember them from back in the day being heavy and then serious. hearing them on the radio with like a mellow song. and being like, wait, look, this is Of Mice and Men? Yeah. No way. And then I looked them up and I was like, wait, but they're heavy again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I, I wonder how much of that, you know, and actually, I know the answer, um, but I still wonder how much of that is like band influenced, and how much of that is management label influenced. Hey, we want to make you guys right. bigger. Let's go ahead and just do a little fuck you teaser to the the everybody else thinking that you're one way, and then they download your albums and like, holy shit, what the hell is this? Or they go yeah, buy tickets yeah. to the album and you know go tickets to like tickets to a show, and you're like just fucking rocking out on stage, and you have no other song that sounds like that one song. Yeah. yeah. Because well, in my opinion, right it'd be a great prank. Right you know? uh, yeah, yeah. It would be a great prank, in my opinion.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I love it. That yeah. sounds super fun, honestly. <laughs> just like, why not? Why not have fun with it? If you, if, if you like, just why not have fun with it? it? Sounds great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, for example, another idea like that would be like you guys release your single for the next album, which is you planning on making the metal album. But you have that one really poppy ska song as number one. And then everything (laughs) Everything else after that is just fucking (laughs) hardcore metal. Be like, what the fuck is this? And you would only release that as the single. That's the single, number one, Uh and then everything else is just completely different. I have to take your prank idea into consideration, That kind of
2: sounds fun. I like. That's pretty (laughs) good,
0: honestly. You know, fifty. There's only gonna be about fifty thousand people that'll know the prank, so you know, whatever.
1: (laughs) Uh We'll keep it secret just between
0: us. Us, you know, the fifty or so thousand people that'll listen to this episode. Hey,
2: don't tell nobody.
0: Don't tell nobody. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> so when does this uh, new album come out?
1: Well, uh, I think sometime in July.
0: Yeah. We
1: we are one half session away from finishing recording, so we just have a couple of backup vocals, have to decide if we're happy with a couple of guitar solos. Mm-hmm. Um, we So we only have, like, one more four-hour session in the studio. Then we're going to uh, – we recorded all of our guitars direct into the into the computer um, with our producer. Uh, for all of these singles, we use that direct signal in all of the recordings. But for the for the full album, we're uh, reamping all of our guitars. So yeah, we're sending out all of our recorded tracks. Through our guitar amps and then miking up our guitar amps so we get our guitar tone mm-hmm. and so that the tone is better and just different at least oh, wow, for the album cool. than that's for the singles so and also kind of more representative of our actual live sound too. Yeah, so like we're that. gonna so, so we're gonna finish up. We're gonna start the reamping at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, so ideally, we have the album finished in the next couple weeks. And then we're not, yeah, we're not going to like labor out a really long release or like be teasing it a bunch because um, it's already, well, in a way, we already have had a long release. We released our first single with a lyric video last September. Then we released another one last a uh, couple weeks ago. And um, we have uh, two more singles and music videos that we're releasing prior to the album. So we have one in the next month. And then we'll have one more that we're filming in the end of June. Um, and so uh, so we're just going to drop this album within probably a month or so after it's totally finished and mixed and mastered and everything. Um, so we're thinking mid-July, but since we don't have the album in our hand yet, we haven't set a date.
0: Gotcha. So you're going to mix it pretty quickly then.
1: Yeah. I mean, we uh, – so we have a really trusted uh, – friend and just member of the community of the music community here who does our production for us. His name's Wade Morris and he has a company called Defiant Robot Records. And uh, it, the Defiant Robot comes from when you're reporting stuff and then you have like a random glitch or a sound somewhere. That's like the Defiant Robot that's sparking <laughs> off. So that. it's got this robot with this this logo with this robot and there's lines kind of around him showing that he's angsty, (laughs) which is this angsty (laughs) robot label. And so Wade's just the best. And and he connected us with uh, this guy, Rob um, Nagelhout, who mixes all of our stuff. And this guy, Jesse Cannon, who masters all of our stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, they're both like total pros. So, I mean, they get our mixes and they can turn them around super fast. So yeah, I don't great. expect that mixing the album to getting first a first draft for the album probably won't take more than like a week or so from them. Yeah. Um, and then the master is in really good hands. Like Jesse, um, he's done master, he's done stuff for No Effects and Leftover Crack and like all the big, all the big names. He has a YouTube channel Called Muse Formation, Muse Formation, that has like a hundred videos on how to get your band from zero to ten thousand um, fans. That I've been like watching a lot. <laughs> I <enjoy. laughs> so um, I have like we we have like so much faith in our in our kind of production crew, and uh, but in terms of so in terms of mixing and mastering, it's more we send it off, we get it back, and we say what we want or don't want. And uh, so that that's really nice, not mixing our whole album or anything like that on your own. And, and it really helps having someone else's ears on it, um, especially because we have three different songwriters. Mm-hmm. It, it really helps having as many different people than us as possible kind of listen to it and give us their feedback. It really helps us to create um, an even sound Whereas if any one of us was mixing the album, you know, we might like put our vocals a little bit higher, our (laughs) guitar parts, you know, we we, we might miss out on some of the gold that's in there from everybody else.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, So we try to take we try to take as many decisions out of our hands (laughs) as we can. That said, we do you know write and make and basically we make all the decisions ourselves. Our producer is more of like a once in every Ten situations. Does mm. do we actually listen to what he, or do we actually accept the thing that he says? <laughs> no, we listen. Sure. We always listen, but we we generally are making all of our own decisions on our own songs.
2: Yeah. I mean, aside from what he does, wait at Defiant Robot Records. I mean, I cannot talk good about him enough. He's he's just a great friend, and he, we know that he also very much enjoys what we do. Um, he's been to our shows and whatnot, and is a huge supporter of the band. So. That's another reason, I guess, that we can really lean on him for any sort of decisions that we kind of can't come to ourselves. Not only is he very professional and understands what he's doing, um, but we know that he's there because um, he enjoys the music as well.
0: And that's what, that's what matters the most, you know, because, yeah. you know, when it is somebody that you can trust and appreciates your music as well, and not just some hired gun just to do what the, you know, somebody else tells them to do, that's, yeah. what, that's what matters. And when you guys can find something like that, then you know you really can put out your best album.
1: Yeah, it was really cool because he actually kind of found us. We we played a show with his band, uh, Watashi Law Dance Party. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, they, they're they really into that, the Japanese skate punk.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so out cool.
1: there. And ska as well. And, and and so their whole show was just like 200 BPM plus single kick, double time. Just... <laughs> and we were just like circle pitting the whole show and having so much fun. And then, and then after we, and then they played and then we played. And then after we played, um, Wade was like, Hey, you know, I just started a music production company. I've been recording for a long time. Um, I did all of my band stuff. So you can go listen to that on Spotify. And, you know, I really love what you're doing. And if you guys are down, I would love to just, you know, be involved and help out um, recording or whatever. And we're like, well, funny thing is, we're about to start recording our first full length album right now. So let's do it.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, So
1: it, it just came through playing shows. I mean, this show that we met him at was like, it was basically the bands Where they're supporting the other bands you know as they say empty show at tower bar in san diego which we love to play at but we've played a couple empty shows there for sure um and so it just came out of another night but but i mean you know we just played the empty show as if it was a sold out show and we got wayne interested in us so uh so yeah it really was just full-on community connection it -hmm. feels like he found us almost more than we found him
2: yeah if you just stick to the music and are supportive to everyone in every situation you know good things will happen you'll meet people who uh
0: you'll stay connected with for a while so that's what happened here that's awesome Mm -hmm. um and i cannot wait to hear it um (laughs) the singles that have been released so far i really dig um especially the new one um more sunrises it's really fucking cool the video is great um the sound is really cool it really kind of brings me back um to you know other sounds that i really enjoyed um that i've forgotten about so you know for that you know thanks for you know giving us a great tune to rock out to in the summer and i hope that the rest of the album you know i know the rest of the album is going to be just as badass but um i can't wait to listen to it
1: thank you man yeah we have a uh Um, Well, the next single I was saying is more, more reminiscent of title fight, almost Mm -hmm. more kind of shoegazy and ambient, um, and really fun. I think it might be our most catchy, catchy song, Mm -hmm. a our bassist. Then the single after that, um, is the one that I made and. That comes in with like a full like like lead guitar harmony, oh, like wow. a minor, some like thirds, like Iron Maiden
2: uh, yeah. sort of sounding intro, yeah, nice. one. Kind
1: of like Trooper Trooper ish intro, yeah. and got some like <laughs> like metal growls in it in the bridge. So very we, nice. We actually, you might be most stoked on this one, yeah, yeah. and I, I just started uh, setting up the video for it, yeah. and. Um, The idea that we were talking about, which is kind of going to be a metal style video in industrial zone with some like low low opacity with some uh, fire (laughs) flames like (laughs) over it and stuff. Um, So yeah, if anything, it's just going to get a little bit more metal for you.
0: (laughs) Nice, Um, I love that. But again, I love that you know a band that can pull off the you know the eclectic music sound. You know, they're uh-huh. just a little bit of everything too. So I like that, you know, because then again, you get a palate cleanser uh, listening to an album. So I, now I'm even more stoked for this album, man. Great. yeah. Yes. So <laughs> everybody check out their socials down below. Watch the new video for um, more sunrises. You're going to fucking love it. It's just quirky and funny and just a good song. Um, and then follow their socials. Therefore, you know when the next single comes out and when the album comes out. Uh, hopefully in July, and we'll, you know, and I'll look forward to that, man, because, again, I cannot wait to see what it sounds like. Great. Thank you, man.
1: Awesome, man. It's been really, really, uh, really great talking to you, man. Thank you so much for having us. Hey, no problem.
0: It's my pleasure. You guys are uh, fucking amazing, and I like I said, I can't wait to hear what the new album sounds like. Yeah, well,
1: I hope to catch up with you you, uh, soon, later down the line, once we get this album out and make some more bigger moves
0: absolutely I'll, I'll be definitely be contacting your pr guy uh, I'll but definitely contacting mike because he's mine too so well, awesome, <laughs> i say mike, in contact yeah, with mike sure. quite frequently um so yeah we'll uh, we'll definitely be in touch with that again because I, I definitely want to talk to you guys again when i hear once i hear the full album
1: absolutely. awesome,
0: awesome. all right guys awesome. well i appreciate you and guys at home thank you so much for joining us on this monday edition of suck it podcast again check out everything for wanted noise down below um on the video or in the podcast wherever you're listening But thank you so much for being here. We will see you guys tomorrow. Stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. We'll see you guys later. Peace.